When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. And on this day, September 9th, in the year 1914, 109 years ago, uh, there was a boy killed in a fight with a shark, as the headline read. And this is an article that was printed in the New Oxford Item. It was reproduced, also ran in the New Orleans paper. Of course, there was no television and radio coverage back in those days, and the newspaper account had an artist drawing of what the crowd witnessed And if you want to see a picture of that, go to my Facebook page, and you'll see it on my last post. And this is the account. The headlines read, Boy is killed in fight with shark. Young Turk, a fancy swimmer, makes a heroic struggle against aquatic enemy. The crowd at Lake Pontchartrain sees a death struggle between the youth and a man-eater, rescuers arriving too late. Dateline, New Orleans, Louisiana, Peter Kantpoulos, a 17-year-old Turk, a fancy swimmer of remarkable ability, gave a large audience at Lake Pontchartrain 20 minutes of unscheduled thrill and horror when he was fatally attacked by a man-eating shark while doing his swimming stunts in the lake. Kanpoulos had been doing his swimming tricks 190 yards out from the throng-lined shore for 15 minutes before the excitement began. Suddenly, the water about the boy began to churn, The lad was seen to throw up his hands and then disappear. The water became violently agitated, and the knowing men in the crowd which lined the shore yelled, My God, a shark has attacked the youngster. Clear-headed men in the crowd ran up the beach a quarter mile to get a boat to go out to assist the youth. The rest of the crowd, helpless, watched the death struggle of the nervy Turk in mute horror. The shark, first, the shark first caught the man by the right foot. By beating the water hard and strenuous squirming, the Turk freed himself temporarily from the jaws of the man-eater. Bravely, he struck out for the shore. In another minute, the shark again made it for the boy. This time, he got a grip on the right leg of the youth. Again, the boy freed himself for the monster of the deep, and by this time, the men who had gone for a boat were putting out for the scene of the battle. In two minutes, the spectators saw the shark make another lunge for the swimmer, but this time they saw the Turk avoid the onrushing monster. 
Again, the white, ugly throat of the sea brute was seen to shoot out of the depths, this time with the right arm of the swimmer in its uncompromising jaws. Using his left arm and legs to the best advantage, he struggled fully for two minutes underneath and on the surface before he could thrust himself away from the mountainous man-eater. The men in the boat were pushing nearer and nearer, but were still a considerable distance away from the scene of the battle. But with magnificent spirit, the boy was seen to put out again for the beach. Suddenly, however, the lad was seen to rise bodily out of the water. The shark had made a swift flank attack, and the people on shore could see the boy's right side in the jaws of the man-eater. With unbridled fury, the boy attacked the shark, freeing himself from the monster. Again, he tried to strike out for shore, but his strokes were weak. As the rescuers reached the lad, he was going down for the second time. He was unconscious when hauled into the boat, dying from loss of blood in an overworked heart before the craft reached shore. And I researched the archives and found a copy of the signed death certificate where the doctor signed it and clearly under the cause of death, shark bite, witnessed by hundreds of people who was watching him entertain the crowd 190 yards offshore in Lake Pontchartrain. And that is the only recorded account of a shark. There's been bites and attacks, but as far as fatality, the only one in Louisiana history. And there you have it, 109 years ago today. When we come back after this, we'll talk to a guy who's had a little bit of experience with sharks. I think that was a bull shark. It could have been a a great white that had lost its course because we have found them in the Gulf Coast. But uh, my my money would be on a big bull shark because they have been known to come into that body of water, Lake Pontchartrain. Back with Captain Mike after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes! Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. What if every time you took your boat out, whether it be offshore, inshore, your hunting boat, you never had to worry about being stranded? Well, that can happen, and the way to do it is get you one of those sea tow contracts. That's right. Join them, get your membership for $199 for a whole year, and you never have to worry again. If you break down 24-7, they're there to tow you in, jumpstart electrical problems, whatever it takes to get you back. It's like a AAA policy on the water, but it's called sea tow. And Captain Chris Ornfinello is the guy that can sign you up. Call him, 504-301-4545. And you won't be asked to spell his last name. Just talk to Captain Chris. Or if you want to do it online, click com, and you'll be immediately covered. Captain Mike Gallo joins us now. And, uh, Captain Mike, you got any experience with bull sharks around Lake Pontchartrain, Lake Bourne? I know you must have accidentally caught one or two in over the time you've been fishing. Yeah, Don, occasionally when our water is as salty as it is now, we do occasionally come across bull sharks. Never anything really big. I guess, you know, anywhere from three to four feet seems to be about average. And on occasion, you're catching trout and you get one that comes back with most of it eaten. And I usually just kind of let's take a break. Let's have a drink. Let's have a snack. Let's let the shark leave. Hopefully the trout stay around, and we pick up back fishing in 15 or so minutes. And, uh, you know, the two separate. I really prefer not to feed speckled trout to sharks and not only ruin the bite for us, but those fish are not good for anything at that point in time. Yeah. Well, what about other species this week? How was the trout, reds, white trout, speckled trout, flounder, drum? What you guys do? Well, Don, mostly concentrating on trout since they're they're close by and relatively plentiful. I tell you what I do see this week is the fish have become more scattered. They're still catching a fair amount. You just have to move more. You may pull up to a spot and catch 10 and half of them are keepers, and you may pull up to a spot and catch 30, and half of them are keepers. Whereas two weeks ago or even 10 days ago, um, you'd find that one spot, and you could sit there and grind out 30 or 40. It seems they're more scattered, and I'm also seeing less eggs in the fish when we clean the trout. So... I think like uh, most everybody else is reporting, seems the spawn is over or very close to being over completely. And those fish are just scattering out and eating what they can. So they're there. It's just a matter of finding. Uh, when the fish are scattered like that and you got to do like a, 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 a seek and destroy mission, are you generally throwing plastic to locate them? Or are you throwing uh, the, the live bait or are you using a combination? I try to use a combination. I think I think one of the best ways to find fish is a popping cork. It just covers so much area. 
the noise will attract the fish for such a long distance. Um, but obviously, hard to fish a popping cork in 20-plus feet of water. So obviously, if you're in the deeper areas, some of the passes, you're down on the bottom. And, you know, fan cast, up current, down current, beside the boat, all those types of areas. And, you know, if, if that is one of those areas where you, you catch 10 and five of them are keepers, then your next stop, you may want to fish in a smaller area, say Lake Catherine. Current lines are really important. You find current rolling around a point, and you can fan cast with a popping cork. And let's just say you fish the same amount of time, but you catch 15 fish and half of them are keepers. Well, that's a better average than when you were in deeper water. So maybe you want to stay in shallow water at that point. Mike, a day like today, uh, there's a good tide. It's going to be over a foot uh, on the average. And it's going to be split between falling and incoming during your trip. Um, depending on where you are, right by the bridges, it's going to be at high noon. So it's going to you know, be incoming till then and then start to fall in the afternoon. How do you make adjustments when you're out there and you notice first you get that, you know, when it reaches the high tide, it's basically stationary for a while. Then you notice it starts to fall. How do you change your tactics? Well, I'll try to fish the lake first if I can while the water's moving. And then the water in the lake will slow down to a point where the fish are not feeding anymore, and you'll move into some of the bayous. And being there so much more narrow and deep, that water will continue to move. And then once you see it stop in the bayous, and you don't have a choice, it's pretty much still everywhere, hopefully it doesn't stay stopped for very long. I can tell you if you're in Wrigley's Pass and the tide stops moving, you can run south and sort of catch up with the tide. So when you get to Unknown Pass or maybe even Bayou Thomas, that water may still be moving, and you may be able to fish it for another 30, 45 minutes. And then when it stops, you can go back to Wrigley's Pass, and it may have started coming in at that point in time. So you can constantly be in moving water by moving south or north along the intercoastal. Yep, it's called playing the tides. Great explanation, Mike. One last thing, uh, across the road from the lodge, seen any teal over there in the uh, Bayou Sauvage? Wildlife, uh, you know, it's Big Branch. Bayou Sauvage on the other side of the lake. You're Big Branch. Any teal flying? We have seen a few, but it hadn't been too very many. Usually I'm leaving right around the sunup where I don't have a tremendous amount of light, but I have seen a few. Um, I'm not a hunter, so I don't know if I'm seeing enough to hunt or not enough to hunt, but I am seeing some. Well, that would be enough for me to get out there, just knowing there's some around, because those teal have a way of hiding and sitting back in those little pockets and laying low. But once the gunfire starts, all bets are off. Then you're going to see a lot more. <laughs> yeah, there may the be many more than I'm seeing. Got it. Mike, if somebody wants to get you, I got a connection from my website to yours, but if they want to go direct and also uh, if they if it's they want to discuss things with you, dates, options, levels of fishermen experience, that kind of thing, Tell them how to get you. Very simple, Don. My website is aaofla.com. You can find us on social media at Angling Adventures of Louisiana or the reliable telephone, which is 985-781-7811.
All right, my friend. Answer any questions. All righty. Take care. Catch some fish, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Don. We'll talk to you then. All right. There he goes. Born on the Bayou's Mike Gallo. Coming back after this, it's paddler time. Brendan Bayard joins us. He's going to talk about some of the upcoming tournaments if you're a kayaker and you're interested in doing that and also got some reports on where you might find some fish. It's what we do every week right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Tecovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tecovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. And the Paddler's Report with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club is a presentation of Massey's three locations, Mid-City, New Orleans, Baton Rouge, and uh, also over on the North Shore in Covington. They've got some of the best kayak fishing models you're going to find, like those Hobies. Also got lots of products. Uh, Demo Days had one last week at MasseyOutfitters.com is where you can check them out. they also got a great Facebook page. And if you're into skiing uh, believe it or not they've got a pretty good array of ski clothing and equipment right now we're joined by brendan bayard one of our field reporters and brendan last time we talked we were you were making a prediction on what it was going to take to win the uh, uh the, the ride the bull and I, I think you overestimated what it was going to take they weren't quite that big but there were some nice ones caught 
Yeah, there was uh it was a little bit hard to catch reds that day. I think uh it ended up being uh you know, probably half of what I predicted caught like uh as as far as number of fish caught. So that's just how bull red fishing is. Sometimes you have a tide that's you know, uh fallen, you don't get that incoming tide which kind of, which kind of stacks them in the past a little bit. Um I thought there were still going to be some hanging in the morning before uh before that, you know. But with with the uh, ride the bull, they you know for all those kayakers, they started a little bit later than you know than I start fishing, if you will. But um, if I was going to go out there and fun fish, just because it's uh, a safety issue, you got a lot of guys that are first time fishing, and plus you're in a pass, and so it, it all makes sense. But yeah, it uh you know I think they ended up with you know maybe forty bulls or so. Sometimes you know some years they catch over a hundred, so it just depends on on the year but uh you know well, that's still a good fun they're time. still they're still there in the passes if somebody wants to get out there and have their private little ride to bull right oh yeah oh yeah and i do that i do that all the time this time of year i love to bring uh you know people that haven't kayak fished before bring them out there you know you go catch a little bit of trout over there at beauregard island or at dutch island and uh right behind grand isle then go hit the pass and uh you know get catch a little shade underneath that bridge get some get some pulls from a bull you know it's a good day in the summer do you have a target jack crevel uh not on purpose but if you go bull red fishing <laughs> this time of year <laughs> you're yeah. sure to catch them <laughs> yeah well if you ever need a recipe i know most people do not eat them it's strictly cnr but uh, i've got a recipe called jackalax and uh I fed it to a bunch of drunk CCA uh, members one time, and they all liked it. So <laughs> I'll be uh, happy to share it with you in case you're interested. Uh, in the meantime, Redfish Rumble is coming up on the calendar. Tell us about that. That's the next event. Yeah, that's going to be here at the end of the month. That's going to be in Terrebonne Parish. Uh, that is going to be a uh, an event that you sign up on uh, Tourney X app, which is a, a CPR catch photo and release uh, tournament. For the Bayou Coast, that's the last regular club uh, tournament series event that qualifies you for championship, which comes up later in November. That that uh, series is going to be five redfish. They can be anywhere from 16 inches all the way up to 30 inches, so a little bit different wrinkle in this tournament. Uh, you can catch those upper slot reds that you uh, sometimes can't uh, use for a tournament. So that's going to be interesting how people decide to fish for those. I'm, I'm thinking they're going to go out to some of those islands. I know I've been uh, fishing for trout and stumbled upon some really big uh, oversized reds recently. Um, fishing the backside of Grand Isle, we've, uh, the last couple of weeks we've run across some uh, really big reds right up against the bank fishing for trout. They've just been mixed in. Been uh, been a little uh, bit of a ride to go get your top water back from them, but uh fun nice picture uh, i'm sure that kind of uh, situation is going to present itself up there in terrebonne when uh, people launch it over there at the pack hitting some right. of those islands and following that uh fallen tide which i think is the organization's first uh tournament they started putting on it's probably the oldest huh? yeah well paddlepalooza is oldest and uh fallen tide is the second oldest and that one's our uh, event down highway 23 uh, that's going to be an empire. That's going to be in mid-October. So you can sign up for that now. That's the one where they, we have uh, lots of different categories and prizes. We have uh, um, a lady slam, a kid slam, uh, senior slam. 
and then plus uh, all kinds of divisions of individual fish. And uh, the slam is uh, the ultimate prize over there, which you catch a redfish trout and flounder. And that will be the last day to catch a flounder until December 1st because we have a closure from the 15th of October to the 30th of November. Yep, yep, exactly. So uh, we have to plan that to allow ourselves to catch those flounder. Uh, but the flounder fishing has been really great down there the last three years, and so I'm anticipating some great slams being caught this year. All righty, all sounds good. Thanks again for the report. We always appreciate it, Brendan, and we'll see you next time. All right. Thanks, Don. Bye. All right. Brendan Bayard, uh, next week you'll be hearing from Captain Eric. Coming back after this, oh, yeah, it's bad boy time. Also going to tell you about some good guys, though. They're in Mobile Bay. I'm going to tell you what they're doing down there next after this time out on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, I want to throw a special shout-out and a good luck wish for those participating in the second annual Hope on a Boat. There are eight special needs children and adults are being taken out for a day of adventure fishing on Mobile Bay. Uh, it's with Fairhope Charters. They've got a number of sponsors. Our friend uh, Captain Patrick Garmerson is one of many of the professional guides that will be taking these folks out. Uh, Fairhope Charters, the Alabama CCAs involved. Uh, of course, we mentioned ugly fishing. And, of course, Chris Riley is the one that alerted me to this. Chris is a friend of mine. And uh, Chris could be considered as a special needs person himself, but uh, he, Chris doesn't, I don't think he enjoys that title because believe it or not, he is a special guy and that's because he himself is wheelchair bound, but he doesn't let that stop him at all from hunting, fishing, or doing anything. So Chris, congratulations to you and thanks for getting involved on Hope on a Boat and hope you all have a wonderful day there on Mobile Bay. All right, we come back after this quick 10-second pause. It's bad boys of the outdoors time. Got a guy uh, caught using an illegal trawl size on Lake Bourne in St. Bernard Parish. His story's next on right after we let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. On August 28th, Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fishery agents Mason Castello, Sergeant Thomas Wolf, Sergeant Reggie, Reggie O. Villery, Agent Joshua Schilling were involved in a case of alleged illegal trawling in inside waters, specifically in Lake Bourne and St. Bernard Parish, with oversized trawls. Acting on a tip, and so many of these cases begin with tips, that a commercial fisherman was doing just that. The agents located a 60-foot boat operated by Michael Russell and discovered he was in the act of pulling two 38-foot trawls, which is 26 feet over the 50-foot maximum allowed. The agent seized the two trawl nets along with 1,300 pounds of mostly black drum and sheephead, sold them to the highest bidder, and if convicted, facing a maximum fine of $950 and 120 days in jail is 64-year-old Michael J. Russell of New Orleans, Louisiana, our bad boy of the outdoors. All right, getting to, to some text messages coming in. We've got the backstrap stacker checking in from Clark County. He's bush hogging early, football watching, and then dove hunting later. It's 61 degrees up there, a nice little fall tease. Enjoy it while you got it, backstrap. And we've got an Ohio good morning coming in where the air is cool, the leaves are dropping, high school football's underway, deer season follows the harvest, which is apparent in the fields. Stay well, stay in love. Our world is a beautiful place. Sounds like a wonderful person. 
Uh, here's one says, uh, we're pushing down the road, uh, pushing lilies, making room for the teal. Point of Lahash, Whistler. Good luck next week. All right, and then we have, uh, let's see, this one says, most of the private property is title, therefore does not give legal rights to trespass because water moves in and out. We have boundaries, property lines to indicate what is private and what is public. Well, that's where the argument comes in. Uh, here's one from another one of our Alabama listeners, David. He says, uh, every time you mention sharks, I keep thinking of the song Fins by one of Pascagoula's favorite sons, the late Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, a great guy, great entertainer. Uh, he said uh, a lot of his songs and memories are being shared in Mobile. He says, like the wing bone, he's enjoying the 67-degree morning today. He says, I hope it helps the melatons bounce back in my yard. Uh, mine of, uh, well, they've, they've given, the heat got them, and it was a shame because they were doing so well. All right, uh, sound, old man Sam and Hammond says that newspaper article on the shark attack sounds like it was written by Peter Benchley. And we got the steel man. He's checking in from Texas public land southeast of Houston. Him, big bar smalls are chasing them teal birds. They're going to hit some reds and black drum Yesterday on East Galveston Bay, they're looking for red on the half shell plus some bacon wrapped teal for dinner tonight. Happy hunting. Yeah, good luck to you. All right, we got some more texts. If I can got time, I'll get to those. But right now, we've got to take a quick break and we come back on the other side. We'll be talking for a candidate for governor of Louisiana, John Schroeder, our state treasurer. Back with John and his plan for the Louisiana sportsman and how to conserve and preserve our natural resources. Back with that right after this time out on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Right, next year, we will have a new governor in the state of Louisiana, and we have a lot of candidates asking for your vote, and we are asking of them what they plan to offer for us, and on this program in particular, in the way of protecting, conserving, and enhancing our natural resources. Uh, candidate John Schroeder, the current state treasurer, joins us this morning. He is one of those candidates. John, good morning. Thanks for, for joining us, and thanks for your interest in Sportsman's Paradise, preserving it, enhancing it, and properly managing it. What can you tell us if you become governor of the state will happen? Well, I think, Don, first, it's, I know, thanks for letting me come on. And you can't, not that the people in North Louisiana don't like the outdoors, but you can't be from South Louisiana and, and not have a love for the outdoors in Louisiana. I was born and raised in Jefferson Parish and uh, been here my entire life other than my military time. So, uh, you know, I've enjoyed the, the, the opportunity to serve the citizens of Louisiana the state treasurer. I think we've done a very good job running the department. And, um, you know, back in February, Ellie and I decided uh, that we wanted to run for governor because I, I just, um, I'm an Army veteran, I'm a law enforcement veteran, and I, I just think government can deliver much better than what it's doing. And it's really disappointing, especially when you visit with the, folks down at St. Bernard and Plaquemine Parishes and what's going on right now up in uh, the Lake Maupaw re region, that, that government just doesn't work for the citizens anymore. And uh, that, that bothers me. That really drives me. And, and, and I tell people when, as, as I get across the state that, you know, my, my, my goal is to make sure that government in fact works for us. It's not us that works for government. We're, we're here to to provide certain services, but I think government's got outside its lane. Uh, I think government should provide public safety and education, and everything beyond that government doesn't do very well. So, look, I support the the, the economy around the sportsmen because it is a big economy, and I just think they, 
as a small business owner myself, that we just saw to excuse the expression early in the morning, but we're talking to a bunch of outdoorsmen. You know, we just saw to get crapped on, and I'm tired of I'm tired of watching the 15 percentile make it on the backs of the 85 percentile. So I just want government to do what it does, be efficient at it, and, and stay out of our hair, and let us do what we what what God gave us the right to do. So that gives you a little flavor of where I'm at. John, when you when you uh, decided to run. Uh... You know, being that you had the job of state treasurer, which is a massive undertaking, I think it's something like managing $60 billion business is basically what that is. Uh, were you aware of the many issues uh, that are confronting the, the, the sportsmen and sportswomen of Louisiana dealing with the, the pogey boats and the private versus public marshlands and mismanagement in the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries? Um, and have people made you aware of those? Because I know you do a lot of meet and greets. You're going to be down in Shell Beach later today. Uh, were, were you surprised at how many issues that are, are out there to be addressed? I, I'm, I guess I'd answer it this way. I'm not surprised how inefficient government is. I'm just surprised how many people um, complain about it. Um, even, I mean, I hear complaints down across the board. wherever government touches. So from from the fishermen, look, I was in the legislature for nine and a half years, and Kevin Pearson was my my seatmate. So, um, you know, he he handled some legislation for CCA. And, look, I'm familiar with it. Am am I an expert? No. But, but, um, like I said, you can't be from South Louisiana and not have a love for outdoors. So I'm very sensitive to it. Um, I've recently engaged some shrimpers who who have been talking to me about what's going on with the price of shrimp. And, and look, I'm for small business. This state, uh, you know, 52% of our jobs in this state come from small business, Don. And it's the least represented group in Baton Rouge. And But I did tell somebody this other day, and, and, and I know I, we have some commercials up now. I think it's really important to make sure we have representatives on these boards who have some expertise. And I got asked last night about my, I, I get three appointments to the Bessie board. Um, I, I want, I'm gonna appoint people to the Bessie board who have some expertise, but you also have to bring some business people who understand what business people are going through day in, day out, because government does not. So I have heard from a lot of people, like, like I said, I'm, like you said, I'll be down in, at, at the Campo Marina today uh, for a meet and greet, uh, talking to to the, the outdoorsmen and 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 a lot of the people that do business and make their living on the outdoors. And I'm, I'm very sensitive to business overall, but I want to I want to listen. I'll do whatever I can to help help people, but I want to make sure where 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 business touches government, that government re- remembers that they work for us. You know, John, the uh, one of the most important people next to the governor with regard to the outdoors in this state is the secretary, and it's a misnomer because it's anything but a secretarial job. It's really a leadership job, is the head of the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. And in my way of thinking, that person has to be legislatively astute, has to have some experience there, got to have some biological expertise, and certainly they got to be familiar with hunting and fishing in this state. Uh, how extensive a search will you do to, to appoint that? Because that's where it comes from. The go- it's the governor's call on both the head of the department and the commissioners. Yeah, you just described the, jo- the governor's job. Uh, look, the governor has to be a leader. The governor needs the CEO. And if you ask me one 
one, one line why I want to be governor, this, this state needs a CEO, Don. It's time to have a CEO sit in that office that understands that we have to bring talent to the table. And, I, you know, I joke about this, but it's the truth. We love our outdoors. We love our sports in Louisiana. And if, if, if LSU loses today to Grambling, we're going to call for this coach's head, right? Um, we, need to, we need to take that attitude when it comes to wildlife and fisheries and all these other appointments. We're going to bring somebody very talented to, to, to the table. And I, Look, when I took over State Trucker, you said it when we started, it's a $60 billion operation. you got to have some talent. And I, I told legislators, I, I went and got talent when, we, when I needed to, and um, we're going to bring somebody to the table that can do the job, period. John, stay with me. We're going to take a break here. When we come back, I, I got some people texting. Uh, they want to know about connecting. This is a big issue, Mississippi River to its delta, which is basically, you know, Mississippi River diversions, and also some questions about the pokey boat or Menhaden industry. We're talking with candidate for governor John Schroeder, and we'll be back to wrap it up right here on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And we're continuing our conversation with candidate for governor, John Schroeder. And, uh, John, probably on my text board, the two biggest issues or the most frequent issues that come in dealing with coastal restoration and also the uh, further restrictions on the Manhattan industry. Your thoughts on those two? Well, let's start with the biggest one because it's the one that people talk to me the most about and probably where I, where I've, when you ask, going back to the first question you asked, What's my biggest surprise? You know, you hear in, from Baton Rouge about coastal restoration and the, specifically to the diversion project, the, the big one. And not until I, did I run for governor did I realize just how much people in St. Bernard and Plaquemine, at least the ones that I talk to, do not like this project. Um, you know, when you listen to the CPRA guy and and, and Garrett Grays, and you listen to all the folks up in Baton Rouge, I, I just thought it was a slam dunk. Like, okay, we need to do this. It's the best thing to do, blah, 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 blah. Well, little did I know how much uh, lack of input, and I guess the, the lack of communication, the lack of um, discussion, buy-in from the community exists. And um, so much so that I've come out publicly. Uh, I don't. I do not support uh, what the government's doing, and 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 it's a. And I see a trend now, Don. It's not just on the diversion project in in South Louisiana, but it's also some of these carbon capture projects, specifically the one on Lake Maupaw, where where the government and the state are just coming in and telling you, this is what we're going to do. We don't much care about your livelihood and how many generations you've been there. If you want to fish, uh, move to Terrebonne Parish. Um, not that it's going to be that much better there, but um, I think what bothers me more than anything is, is how government has imposed its will on a, uh, in telling us citizens what we will, what we won't do, and, and how we're going to like it. So I support the, uh, the locals. Uh, business, the outdoorsmen, the, the governments that are pushing back against uh, these projects because I just don't think the government's done its job um, 
to go sell it. And, and let me, uh, on, and on top of all of that, I'm very much make my decisions based on fact and data. You don't, you, you don't run a $60 billion operation uh, from the backseat of your car. Uh, uh, my decisions are made, made based on fact and data, no different than in my business. So the facts and the data that I've seen, I'm not sold that, that we need to do the, the big diversion uh, project. Do we have coastal problems? Absolutely. And I think everybody knows that. And I think everybody I've talked to realizes that. But science is, is, is um, you know, science is a lot like, I guess, Monday morning quarterbacking. You can make it say whatever you want. And um, I'm, I'm just not convinced and I'm on the side of the public here in that I think the government's got a ways to go uh, before before they can jump onto this diversion project. But that's one of the reasons I'll be down there today and um, to talk to people and, and see what I can do. Um, you know, th- th- this, there's a lot of federal money that comes from the federal government to the state. And, um, you know, a lot of times our decisions are dictated on money. And that's the other big thing, Don. You know, it's amazing to watch when you start connecting the dots on the money and who's getting the money. And, and too many of our decisions are based on who's making money. And I don't like that at all. It's one of the biggest reasons I'm running. The cronyism and corruption in this state is, is awful. It's one, it taints our state across America. And as an Army veteran, a former law, law enforcement veteran, I'm going to put a stop to that. Well put. Well, John, that's one thirty to 4. You'll be in Shell Beach. Uh, you've got a PJ's Coffee in Covington coming up, too. Uh, what's the date on that? Uh, that's this coming Monday uh, in the morning. I'm just stopping in for a little coffee break on Highway 21 at the PJ's. But, Don, people can go to my Facebook page at John Schroeder. Uh, my, my website's johnschroeder.com. I've got several p- Facebook page, uh, pages. And, look, I'll, I'm going to be real brave. My personal cell phone number is 985-373-4873. I don't have all the answers, but one thing I guarantee that people are done, that I will listen. Uh, I, I understand being a small business owner, um, your plight, and I want to help. Got it. I got that number. If someone didn't get it, I'll pass it along to him, John. You're a brave man. Thanks for coming on with us this morning. We really appreciate it, and good luck on the election. Thank you, Don. All right. That's John Schroeder, candidate for governor. I'm Don Dubuque, and we're out of here till next week. Come back and join us 5 to 7 for the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the hunt Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.